0: So, I mean, Samantha, think of think of the crab bucket in a different way. Okay. Let's say that the crabs are not trying to pull the crab that's trying to escape down. What if they're trying to hang on to him so he can pull him out?
1: Welcome to the Dream Chasers podcast. I am here with Chad McRee, Who? How long have we known each other?
0: You know, it's funny. I don't really know anymore.
1: Uh, it might. I mean, we. we it, okay, so I moved to Pittsburgh in 92. So my guess is...
0: Well, it's, it's got... Here's the thing. Like, it's got to be... Like ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, so
1: twenty like four twenty five years.
0: It's been it's been long enough that I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I feel
0: like that's the thing. I
1: feel like we sort of circled around each other
0: oh, a lot. Definitely. Because
1: did we did we we never actually got to work together? I think, did we see my we thinking auditioned is, together.
0: well we definitely did that but I my thinking is wasn't there a new works.
1: That's impossible.
0: Situation where we floated around each other. I don't I think, think we were I, in the same I don't think we were play. in the same
1: show, but I think we were in the same I remember seeing you on stage day. and
0: going, oh, she's a badass. Um, you think? No, seriously. Uh, and, that, you know, that, 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 that's, that's the thing with me, okay? The thing with me is if I'm impressed by you in any way, I'm, I'm on you forever. Because <laughs> it's so... It's just it's the truth with me. Like, I, I'm like... Um, I'm so easy look at people and go, man, you're wasting it. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't mean that in any kind of critical way. It's just I see people, you know, and they're often the biggest complainers. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of meandering through the thing. They have strong opinions, yeah. but they do very little. Oh, my God, Samantha, are you the opposite of that? <laughs> okay. So, you know, when you ask me to do this, I'm instantly like, hell yes, I'm going to do that because I'm so impressed by you uh and i've always kind of been that way you know i'm impressed by people that do things and my god do you do things (laughs) so uh, sometimes
1: i undo things but yeah well whatever you
0: know that's an action too yeah but all too often people spend their time uh the limited time that we've got and Mm. they just they're opinionated but they're not action oriented and uh, I'm not a fan of that. So when people get out, and, you know, especially theater people, you know, performers, people that are putting it out there, yeah. risking their ass, you know, at all times, uh, I'm, you ask, I do. It's that simple. So thank I'm you. here. Thank you I'm for being here. Be a, hey. And thank
1: you for being here sort of last second, because we had another person scheduled who had some familial issues. Mm. And so thank you for, for jumping up into the queue. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm doing this thing. Because, so, as, as I was planning the podcast and as I was thinking about, and, that, and, and this came out of, so, because you haven't watched any of them, so you don't know. So, this came out of the whole idea of the chasing of dreams. Not necessarily the catching of dreams, mm-hmm. but the chasing of them, right? So, because so often people think that dreams aren't worth doing if you don't achieve them, and I, I, I disagree with that. I think that just the act of making a decision to go for a dream is valid. So, but that said, so I'm in the shower, which is where I get all my great ideas. And I remembered this poem. So I decided I'm going to start every podcast with, with a uh, a narrative reading of of Harlem by Langston Hughes. I don't know if you know this one. I do not. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat? or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet. Maybe it just sags like a heavy load, or does it explode? <laughs> every time, I get goosebumps every time. Sags
0: like a heavy load. It sags uh, like a
1: heavy load. So when, when you, Chad McCreath, actor and entrepreneur, think of dream chasing, what does that say to you? As I drink my water.
0: You know, it's funny. It's uh, this this idea about dreams. I think it's relative to your, to your nurturing. You know, it's certainly not nature, right? Uh, it's about. I I think for all of us, it's about your life narrative, right? And I think usually uh, dreams are about what you've been restricted from having. Right? Like, whatever box you've been painted into, usually your, your dream is about getting out of that box. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, 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 dreams apply to any of us from any walk of life, from anywhere on the planet, at any time. So, an American dream or a Pittsburgh dream is not necessarily the same as anybody that grew up in Central Africa or Southeast Asia right. or even Antarctica if such a thing exists. The point is, you've got this idea of getting out or doing more, right? And I think that, for me, uh, artists generally are dream chasers. You know, they get this idea in their head and they pursue it. Business people, Mm -hmm. business people often have this kind of idea. Business people that aren't chasing money, I mean. Right. Because there's a difference. Oh, Lord, is there a difference, you know. uh, Business people that want to build ATMs are not dream dream chasers. Right. They're dream crushers. Yeah. They're soul crushers. Right. They kill for a dime, okay. Uh, I don't believe in that sort of thing. I, I, I believe that every single person... Has their own narrative and a pathway towards happiness, which again is this mythical unicorn that lives on a hill that we'll never get to. Okay, (laughs) but it's
1: the pursuit of that happiness,
0: precisely. Yeah, it's it's every single day that you live is about getting better to be the best person you can be. And if you want to call that chasing a dream," then I'm in a complete agreement with it right. but if, if somebody's going to say to me, "chasing a dream is about you know trying to get to this level of happiness, I would say you're wasting your time right. it, it you know how many how many poems or or art has been created talking about the journey being the thing right, okay, and it so is I mean, my
1: son has a tattoo. That even like bad mommy, um, but <laughs> it, basically it's like that the that the journey is the destination. It you is. Know? It's like, and I I love that. It is. I love that.
0: How, how many shows have you done? Okay, where it's all about the rehearsals. It's the journey getting oh, to it. My the God. second that you open, you could give a damn hey. because it's done now. I'm it's done. It's up on its feet. Final I'm dress done. is
1: my absolute favorite. That's the best thing. It's the best thing. It's the
0: journey of creation yep. that gets you there. It's not the creation itself. You know, I mean, it. It. it, it, it
1: for, I mean, for some people, it is like it when, shouldn't be though. when I when I tell people, and and this is honest to God true, and it's and it's not to judge people who love curtain call, but I hate curtain call. <laughs> I hate, like, it's the too, saddest thing ever to my core. I hate curtain calls. Yeah. Like, like, I'm like, don't come on. And I and, and I understand and that for the audience, they they need to see that they need to see that person get up off the ground and walk out and see I'm okay, I'm alive because I play a lot of people who end up dead or killing somebody. So, um, <laughs> so I know that the audience needs to see that, but yeah. for me, you know, because like, there's like, this, I think there's this this idea that. Anyone who's a performer does it for the applause. And, and I know that there are a lot of folks who do. I know that there are a lot of folks who do. And I do not in anyone, in any way, shape, or form want to judge that. because I everyone, I, I know, but I don't. But I, like, I, like, do. I get it. No, 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 no. Let's talk but about for, that. Well, hold on, hold on. But for me, your gift is sitting there and... And being wrapped and forgetting who I am as a human being for a second and and just being caught up in this story and believing all the things I'm giving you. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't need your applause. If you wanna come up to me afterwards and, and say that it moved you in some way or you laughed or whatever, that's fine. But like to stand there and go, please praise me is weird to me. Mm. I, I don't I don't like It's the worst thing. It's ever. the worst.
0: It's the worst thing. It's ever. the worst. I also don't like
1: awards, even though I like I've been winning some lately which is weird for me um and it's lovely and it's sweet and it's a form of validation but i don't need that i you know you know what i mean like
0: i i'm with you i'm with you and 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 i mean like look actors artists awards you know it's nonsense uh you know what what i want to see is honesty yeah Okay, and there's the reward. Yeah. If I see an actor doing something that's outside of their realm of scope, okay, or ability, and then I believe what they did, Jesus, am I? not that impressive? Of that? It's the greatest thing ever. Oh, I love okay, that so much. and and here's the thing about that: it, it for actors, it's not the awards; it's the next gig. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's your reward. Yeah. If you if you've done this, and somebody went, oh, they can do that for me. You've succeeded. Yeah. Like, everybody who produces or directs, they're constantly casting in their mind everything they see, Mm -hmm. okay, regardless of what you're doing. And the victory for actors is the next gig. Yep. You've earned it. Okay, and the easier that gets is based on the success of you, you know, how you perform. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's, it's not the, the, the thing that you put on your mantle that somebody that's not affiliated with you gave to you because they thought you did a good job. That's nice enough, and thank you for acknowledging it, but it has nothing to do with my success as an actor and my ability to believe in myself. It has nothing to do with it at all. Right. It's a trinket, it's a silliness. Right. You know, the, 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 the thing that you're looking for is to be on the next bill. Okay, that's what I'm looking for. You know, can I do something again? or did I have, And I, my fear has always been uh, that I've burned these bridges. You know, uh, that I did something I was like, some oh bridges my this God, week. Listen, what did he I do? Bur-
1: I burnt some bridges this
0: week. Oh, you did not. Oh, I totally burnt some bridges on this what? week. On what?
1: I was on a project, and I'm not going to save the project. I was on a project, which was lovely, and it's a beautiful script, and it's a very, very talented filmmaker. However, I was promised certain things. And those things didn't happen, and they were huge things. And in a private space, I called this person out, and it got back to this person, and this person has now decided to flame me all over the universe and talk about how unprofessional I am. I'm like, well, Mm. did I lie to you? Did I show up every day? Did I do what I was supposed to do? Did I lie to you? Did I promise you things over and over and over again and then not deliver? No. Then you can sit down and shut up.
0: Well, I can tell you this, Okay. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I don't care what this guy or girl is saying at the top of their lungs about you. All you have to do is be seen by everybody else. everybody goes, yeah, that's not who she is. <laughs> so we're fine with this. If you My are secure are, Sammy, in yourself
1: as a human being, <laughs> you don't feel the need to run around and flame people. You yeah, know what I mean? Gosh. Like, if you're like, okay, if you don't want to work with me again, okay, I'm moving on.
0: And what's the I had a huge
1: there? win this week.
0: Give me that. Let me hear that. What
1: was the okay. win? For, mo- for your average bear, it's not going to feel like a huge win. I had a casting director text me directly and ask me to submit for a role.
0: See, that's what I'm talking about. That's huge. That's what I'm talking about, though. You Most people don't
1: realize stuff. how big that is.
0: But that's, that's what's earned in this business, when you, if you want to call it that. But, but it, that's the thing. It's not the trophy. It's that moment that where moment. somebody's like, I know what you can do. Yeah. I've seen you do it. I have faith in your ability to do this. Do you want to come in and do this for me? That's the gold thing of all time. I mean, I don't have any problem with auditioning, but the greatest thing ever is when a director or somebody that's producing says, I want you to do this. I've seen you do other things. I have faith in you. I like you. This is the thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's the gold. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Right? I like auditioning and winning. I like I auditioning like that too. too. But, I
1: mean, I, mean I, I have to submit an audition for this thing, but the fact that the casting director came to me and said, I want you of to audition is huge. And, that, and, and it that, doesn't guarantee you're going to
0: get it, but that's not the point. that's the validation point is that, of everything that you do. Right. There's the validation in it. Right. That. And this is the same thing that artists have happened. Okay? After a while... Everybody knows what they do, that they're capable of, and then it was like, I don't need to go judge this. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next thing that this person does, whether it's music or art or whatever the hell it is. Y- you have faith that whatever they're going to do is something meaningful and interesting. You I know? feel like As I'm a- on the
1: edge of a thing because, like, I haven't booked a whole lot of stuff recently, but the stuff I keep getting brought in for just keeps getting bigger.
0: Look, man, that's I got how brought it in works. for. I,
1: I I got I got an audition for a series regular. On. For, for some animated thing i didn't get it but i got i mean i was asked to audition for a series regular
0: <laughs> those things I mean, are like, great I've, I've,
1: I've got three co-stars under my belt and that's it but i'm getting asked to audition for a series regular i'm like okay at some point someone's gonna hire me there
0: was a there was <laughs> and i got a manager because
1: i'm all kinds of fancy oh,
0: that's badass you
1: know in los angeles it's, i feel so fancy are right they now.
0: actively involved with you or are you just you i just got them. her yeah
1: um but yeah, like there's a lot of mutual respect happening there. Well, She's there's the key. really cool. That's I like her key, a lot.
0: You know? Well,
1: I mean, like which we we're still we're still in the gathering paperwork phase.
0: Well, but see, the, the reason that somebody wants to manage you is because, and and I mean this in the best way possible. They think they can make money with you. Yeah. I mean that's what it's about. Right. That, this is a business. Right. And they wouldn't do it if they like. My, I'm not going to get back into my story, but. Well, you're the, um, you're the guest. No, <laughs> almost all of it is nonsense. But but um, I was doing theater mm-hmm. twenty five years ago somewhere. I think it was Little Lake or something like that. I don't know where it was. It might have been Penn Avenue with moats up here. I don't I don't remember exactly what it was. But whatever, I did a show and um, Stephen Black saw me, mm-hmm. um, the talent group, mm-hmm. you know, and and he came up to me afterwards, and I was just I'm I. Actually, I will tell the story. Uh, in 1998, I was in this auto accident, okay? And I was nearly killed. I,
1: I remember my that.
0: My head was caved in. I ended up with temporal lobe epilepsy. I'm fine now, and thank you for your concern. Uh, but... I ended up with this temporal lobe epilepsy and I was having trouble with short term memory. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was a sincere issue for me for a lot of different things. Like I was having trouble remembering weird things and it was bothering me. And, um, the girl that I was dating at the time said, you know what you should do is try to do a, a, a play and see if you can remember the lines. I'm like, well, this sounds like the stupidest thing ever. Cause I'll be on the stage. What if I can't remember? Uh, and, I, I did Forced uh, the synapses to do the thing, right? Like you, you know, and, and it was good for me. It was really the smartest thing I could have done, and it actually opened up a whole different life for me doing that. But I do—I I auditioned for a play, at Little Lake, because uh, I grew up in Cannonsburg, mm-hmm. and it was the only thing I knew. I was like, I don't even know where else to go. I honestly, I know nothing about anything in the world at this time. And uh, somebody cashed me to do it was—it actually it was Charita Nemec, uh, and she was like this person that had been at Little Lake Theater for a billion years, like literally she did a billion shows down there, and she's like, yeah, we'll put you in this uh, you know, play called Fools, and oh, I played yeah, yeah. I played Snetsky or something like that, and I still remember the first line, like I rolled out on the stage, and I go, Elenya Lebedov, Marushka where are you? And it's about this crazy dude who apparently could have been having sex with his sheep and, <laughs> and um, he was chasing his female sheep and those were the names of his female sheep. And he's cat, you know, whatever. And it was perfect for me at that point. Um, but I did that play. And then this, this, this guy came up to me as Stephen Black. And he's like, you know, we can make money together doing this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Chasing the sheep around? (laughs) And he said, no, we can do, you could do commercial work. I'm like, you know, this is Pittsburgh, right? Like, what the hell are you talking about? And then it, it just led to a whole life. Like, literally, I'm sitting here today because of that moment. I don't, I don't get into that accident. I don't jump, you know, this is the whole thing. But getting, if we bring that full circle about, you know, dreams, chasing them, uh, you know, dreams evolve. Mm -hmm. They become different things over time. Like, when I was a kid, uh, my dream was just getting the hell away from my parents. Yeah, I, I, I mean that. Like, my parents weren't evil people, okay? They, they weren't that. But they were just, they were unhappy people. Oh. Okay? Unhappy people. And unhappy people <laughs> uh, just suck the life out of everything. They're not enjoying themselves. They're not living the lives they want to. And as a result, they end up squeezing you or pushing you away from the things that you want to do. Right. So you end up thinking... I'm
1: miserable, so you should be miserable, too.
0: Oh, it's the thing. Yeah. The, the rain that's on them is going to get on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just the way it goes. We're all going to get wet, and it's going to be a gray sky no matter what we do. And they're smoking, and they're angry, and whatever it might be. And I spent my whole life going, man, this sucks. I want to be happy. I want to do something that's fun. What are we doing here? And I've, I've that was my first dream, is to get away from that. And then I started to get away from that. And I was, like, lost and aimless. And then I had that crazy accident, and... I started, at that moment, I said to myself, Jesus, man, I got to start doing something that I want to do with my life. And it just so happened to be acting. You know, it it just so happened to be that at that moment in my life. And I was like, I really love this. I love it. I love everything about this. I love the process. I love what it does for me. I love the fact that I'm changing as a result. I love the fact that I'm growing and I'm listening to more people and meeting more people and understanding more different types of lifestyles yep. and not being so stupidly judgmental about things that I don't know about. Uh, you know, and, and as a result, I became a better person almost instantly. And yeah. that was me it fulfilling the empathy. dream. Right. Well, sure, absolutely. But it taught me, it, it actually, it, it fulfilled the dream that I had as a child of escaping the black box that I was in then. Yeah. Right, so I did that, I did yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Right? So I did it. Oh, my God, look at me. You know, like, oh, my God, I'm on the big stage here at Little Lake Theater. Like, whatever, <laughs> you know. Oh, my God, look at me. And then the dreams change, right? Like, you, 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 like, I'm watching you pursue 50 dreams at the same time. And there's the point. It's not just one thing, right, Samantha? I mean, it's 50 things. Like, you want to do 50 things. It, and I'm probably undershooting it <laughs> with you. You know, because you've got 50 things going on at the same time. I'm like, how does she even sleep, this girl? Like,
1: look oh, at Oh, I her. have to sleep or I can't function. Yeah, but I don't think I'm, that you do I'm that
0: voluntarily. <laughs> I think that you just collapse, you know, Maybe after surely. the 50 things that you've done today. You make me feel guilty about myself. Like, I, I, I just watch your stuff and I'm like, Jesus, I'm not doing anything. You know?
1: I don't know. It's so fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, okay, so along those lines, mm. I grew up, mine, I feel like, leaned more evil but again you know hurt people hurt people so you know i'm sure that that leading up to having had children my parents went through some stuff and no, and knowing everything that i know about my grandparents Mm -hmm. on both sides well great grandparents on the one side but grandparents especially on my father's side there were some evil you know an evil rolls downhill yeah and so you know I, I've also very much had that dream of just getting the hell out of here. And so for me, theater did that. Sure. Because theater meant I didn't have to be at home. Mm-hmm. I started doing theater when I was eight. And I didn't have to be at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, but then also, um, taught me English because, you know, I moved to the States when I was 11. Right. Didn't speak much English. Moved to the States when I was 11. What
0: was your origin language? I was,
1: you? I was born in Germany. I'm one of them Immigrants
0: immigrants i am I'm one of
1: them immigrants uh so yeah so i was born in germany moved i mean we'd we'd come here a couple of times when i was younger because mm-hmm. like my dad's family's from texas
0: there's a different language
1: there's a different language <laughs> and so we moved from um, heidelberg germany to louise texas which is about yay big, mm-hmm. <laughs> yay
0: big. that's too scale what you just did uh, yeah <laughs> yay big
1: and south texas yeah so yeah, so moving from from Europe to South Texas there's a culture shock but also then I had the language yeah. barrier. So so having theater allowed me because other I could have become very isolated otherwise. Yeah. And like this weird little I was the weird little abused kid anyway. So being the weird little abused kid with a language barrier, there's that's fun. Yeah. You know, but then discovering um books and discover- so um so, I tell people this all the time. and, and it's... So, I taught myself how to read in English um, with War and Peace. So, I'm 12 years old. What? I have, yeah, yeah. War and Peace. I know, I know. Well, I at didn't least understand there, it, but so a, I had, had, so had Tolstoy to <laughs> in one hand, <laughs> and I had a dictionary in Who the other are hand. You? <laughs> I know. Tolstoy. That's me. But, um, but <laughs> if you've ever read War and Peace, all the words are in there. I have not. All the words are in there. I've yeah. read it twice. So I read it, I read it then, and then I've read it since then. I, I'm, the a big, I'm a big I'm a big fan there. of dead Russians. Like yeah. I'm also a fan well. of the Russian playwrights. But um, not that I like Russians dead. But you know. I heard
0: you, and I just let that go <laughs> because I said, "Well, well that's a know, political that'll, commentary." That'll, that'll and there's Ukraine a war then. going on, so I hear it.
1: So yeah, so I had <sighs> so I had war and peace in one hand, and. Yeah. Um, uh, a dictionary and the other mm-hmm. and I just figured out the words. Wow, man. That way. There's something impressive. Yeah. So that but that's how I that's how I learned English. Yeah. I was with a, a translation of a Russian novel like you do. But um but yeah, so the the theater became my escape. Sure. From all of that. Um but it also taught me empathy and how other people not the ones I'm related to behave. In a civilized society,
0: yeah, right. And
1: it also allowed me to pick aspects of personalities from these characters that I got to play that I wanted to keep. Yes, so I kept yes. a lot of those. There's, there's a lot of things that that have become Sami-isms that there's were very no much part of the character.
0: That that happens. Yeah. There's no doubt that that happens. Yeah.
1: It's the, good, it's the good part of theater.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I, I, but, 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 the, absolutely that happens, though. And, and I think tying it into this, this idea that we're talking about here today of chasing your dreams, we, you, being an actor can be a living dream, mm-hmm. right? Like you encapsulate this person in this narrative. And yeah. if you're really, really good at it and if you're doing it the right way, you get lost in it occasionally. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you're a professional actor, you try not to do that. But you, you can get lost in it. Like, you can literally and actually become that for the moment that you're in. And I'm not talking about method acting. I'm just talking about belief in what you're doing.
1: Well, great, because if you're thinking the character's thoughts. Yes! Then it starts to get a little dark in
0: there. Well, but also, or light you, in there. You, and if the writing is right, then you understand where the next line comes from. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you genuinely understand the character, which is critical to being an actor, then you understand where the next line is coming from, which is why when people see, you know actors with giant monologues you know tearing them up or whatever it's not memorization it just drives me crazy when people talk about that it's not how do you
1: remember all those lines but it's not
0: it's it's nonsense you're not remembering it you're encapsulating it you become it. the next line generates the next line if it's good writing generally Mm -hmm. you know and and and, i mean it's good writing
1: is a lot easier to memorize for that reason
0: absolutely and as a result as a result of all this stuff you end up getting better you you you're it's it's funny uh I gen- generally remember every role I've done in some way. Some of them have, have escaped me because they were nonsensical or silly or whatever it was. But most of them have had some sort of lasting impact on me to the point where it's become a piece of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I take these little things that I've done, and they're part of me, and it's, it's it creates a better a better me. It, it just it always has. It's it, it's funny, I, and I think I wonder. I wonder if that means I'm a blank slate, Samantha. Is, but that, I feel like, is that what that means? Well,
1: okay. So, But along those lines, I feel like that's the actor's job, is to be a good canvas. Sure. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I feel you. I feel like that's our job. The so. older
0: I get, though, you think that there's less room on that canvas, right? I mean, right?
1: Well, I don't know. Like, you shove all the colors together, you get, mm. you know.
0: A gray. A gray backdrop that you can write on again, right? Is that what yeah. happens? I think... Um, I think that, and I, you know, I, this this gig that I've got currently, and I call everything a gig because that's who I am. But this gig that this gig that I've got currently of running this this Brewsters, I own this ice cream store, and it's wonderful, and I love it. I really do. I love it. Uh, I've got you know, 30, 35 kids that I employ. It's
1: crazy. It's I saw crazy. that in your bio. My like, 35 teenage girls. Well, it's
0: crazy. I mean, <laughs> if you had ever said, "Oh, seriously, let's just say this out loud. If you ever said, okay, Chad's going to get into a business, right? And the business is going to be employing 30 to 35 teenage girls, because mostly it's girls, right? You would go, there's no way he would ever do something like that. I mean, that's the, that's the description of hell. OK, right. and, and somehow it's become this thing for me where I'm constantly mentoring these kids in a very healthy way for me. Yeah, for me, Th- this has made me a better man.
1: My tummy keeps growling. I'm sorry. I
0: like it. Um, it, it, it. It's made me a better man. And we talk about this all the time. I talk to these kids about this all the time. OK. What is it that you're doing with your life? Okay, especially when you're that age, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever the hell it is. Okay, you're a teenager. Everything is different every single day, including your face. Okay, it all changes on a daily basis. Right. Everything about you at that moment is constantly evolving and changing. You are the blankest slate that you will ever be. You have really, really strong opinions, and they'll be different tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so it's it's tra- it's amazing how this happens. And the kids are all caught up in these school things, and they're trying to aim their life. And somebody asks them what they want to do and what they want to be, and all I tell them is slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. What are you doing? you're doing everything about life everything about life is want it's want sammy yeah it's want it's not love let me give you an example okay you put love in this hand you put want in this hand okay and you feel the weight of those two things Mm -hmm. want destroys love yeah daily Yes. Every poem, every story that has ever been written about love is about love getting crushed by want. Yep. It's exactly what happens. Everybody believes that love is this incredibly powerful thing that can't be stopped, and that's complete bullshit. Want is the thing.
1: I have three ex-husbands that would say that.
0: Amen. <laughs> okay, and this is the thing. What, has, what led you to those ex-husbands? And I would imagine there's some horror, horror stories in there, but the idea is always about want. Listen, I want something else here. This is no longer no, that what I is want.
1: One hundred percent. What like every single relationship that I've ever been that has ended has because I grew as a human and I wanted more out of my life and they did not. Amen. And they got mad at me.
0: Amen. But here, here's what I'm willing to bet: secretly inside them, they wanted something else as well. They just weren't advanced enough to understand this at that point. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll bet you. Because listen, relationships are always two way streets. Yeah. Okay, it's really hard for me to understand how somebody can be devoutly emotionally saturated in love with a person and the other person's like, yeah, I'm not into it. I don't believe it. Yeah. What ends up happening is this thing slowly degrades from whatever fire it originally had and both people are disconnected enough in some way where somebody goes, you know what, I want something else. Yeah. The other person may want it to stick around because of common, uh, commonality or comfort or whatever it might be, but at the end of the day, I guarantee you it's good for them too. Yeah. Because nobody yep. wants to be in a relationship with anybody who's thinking about something else or wanting something else. You just can't have that. So if you go back to these fifteen-year-olds and sixteen-year-olds, my question to them at all the time is, "What do you want?" I ask,
1: I ask my kids that all the time. What do you want? What, like, what, what do you want your life to be? And what? there,
0: and there is the whole thing about chasing your dreams. Yeah, it's it's the question isn't what is your dream? The question is what do you want? And the dream is chasing it. Right. There's the dream. So
1: I, so I don't know if you know this. So I'm, I, I am it. in the process know. of closing my business. It's a very slow, it's a very slow, it's a slow it's process. A sad story, but it isn't. Tell me why. Why it's not? Yeah. Because it was never my dream. There it is. Like I loved it. I loved it, and I and my mistake in this, and I admit it, is that I get wrapped up in, the, but I can. I get very wrapped in, up in what I, that I can. like, well, I could do this. Mm. This is a thing I could do. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. But owning a, owning a store, yeah. much less three. Yeah. But I got all wrapped up in the, because everyone was like, oh, you could do this. This is a thing you can do. You could do this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. And the pandemic made me a little crazy, mm-hmm. like it did a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And so in the middle of this pandemic, I'm being presented these opportunities. I'm like, well, I can't do the thing I want to do, but I can do this. And so I focused all that want to energy into the can do. That's why people give me I get I I mean I know you've seen this I get such flack all the time because I do too much. I'm like, but you you don't understand. I have a list of things I have to do, and I have a thing list of things I want to do, and I don't want to shortchange the want tos just because I have the have tos.
0: It's really well said.
1: You know. So does that mean I'm busy as hell all the time? Yeah. But that means I get to do the want tos, and the want tos keep me going, so that I can get through the have tos. Sure, of
0: course, um, totally reasonable.
1: So, like, so as the as the soaps are started encountering all these, like, and, and I'm and I'm also a big believer. And if you are doing what the universe wants you to be doing, it's not <laughs> going to be this freaking hard all the time. <laughs> I did the soaps for twelve years.
0: So long. That's a lot of soap, man. That's a lot of soap. I
1: probably I I, I have I didn't count, but I, I my guess is I probably made at least a half a million bars. I had wow. to have. I had to have. Wow. In 12 years, I had to have. Wow. Because um, I've, I've given away, at this point, almost 70000 So, like, you know, like, mm. <laughs> which I'm so proud of. But um, so, so, like, so as I'm taking this down, and it's, it's, it's going to be a long extended process of it. And, and like, we're either going to close or we're going to try to sell it. I'm, I'd like to find someone who could buy it. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't even care about how much money I get out of it, but there's like things that have to be covered. But because um, I'd like it to not die because 12 years of my life, but also because there are people out there who have like skin stuff yeah, that my stuff is the thing that solves that problem for right. them. So like I would like to not take that from them. Right. Um, so if someone else can pick up that mantle and run with it, fine. But it's interesting that, you have to ask yourself that question. It's like, so when we were trying to decide what to do, I was like, well, I can do this. I can do this. And then Bruce, my husband was like, yeah, but do you want to?
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, no. There it is. There it is.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, so, you there know, it that's, that's it. what it, that's what it is. That's it. So, yeah, I mean,
0: as soon as you say the words, but do you want to, I don't want to, or I want to, Everything changes. It
1: does. And it's, and it's remarkable how much society pushes back on people who do things they want instantly, to do.
0: Instantly. Yeah. That's the, well, what makes you think that you should get Samantha, to? Samantha, that is the problem. That you just absolutely nailed a societal issue. The societal issue we have with all the politics and the noise of people screaming about this and that and whatever. It's that some people do and most people don't. Right. And the people that do things are hated and despised by the people that don't. Everybody has wants, few pursue them. And that's really dream chasing. Yeah. Really. And everybody that does this, they're, they're, the first thing to do is like, well, you can't. You couldn't. Po- I mean, it's never going to. I mean, you cannot imagine the amount of people that told me that this was never going to work with this ice cream store that I've got. Oh
1: my God. Okay. It's ice cream everybody,
0: who doesn't like ice cream? Well, certainly, but you're, 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 you're you, okay? Okay. But most people look at that and go, well, Chad, you can only sell this ice cream eight, nine months a year. You got winter in Pittsburgh. I mean, how does a business model work where you're going to invest all this because stuff? Because
1: in- there are people like me, <laughs> because there are people like me, and I'm not kidding, when do I crave ice cream when there's snow on the ground? Well, that's why, otherwise, I don't want it.
0: Yeah, well, you're a snow you, you, you know, I am a snowbird. I thing with you with snow, but yeah, there. so
1: but no, but that's like when it's cold, sure. I was actually thinking the other day because I'm like, oh, it's starting to get chilly, and I was like, oh, and because I was driving past your place, I'm like, oh, I should go get
0: because <laughs> when it gets Thank cold, because
1: when it's too hot out, I don't want it.
0: Thank you, but when and it's good.
1: cool out, that's that's when I tend Listen, to show up at all your place. The time.
0: But the, the issue is not necessarily just about the ice cream. The issue is, and I've, I've said this to everybody, about what I'm really selling there, okay? We make incredible ice cream. It's you do? Tremendous. Okay, but that's not the point. The cherry vanilla is so good. It is good. <laughs> but but the, what I'm really selling is 15 minutes of bliss.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I don't care how you get that. Yeah. Like when you come to that little store, you can sit outside in the middle of the city on a bench with trees surrounding you, eat an ice cream cone, I got lights and music, it's 15 minutes. Yeah. So whatever the ice cream cone costs, it doesn't matter the time of the year that you're doing it, you get 15 minutes away. And that's really what it is. And, and, and everybody's looking for that. So my point, my point was always, well, I think this is going to work. Why don't you think it's going to work? And it's not that people were thinking that it doesn't work. What they were saying is, well, I wouldn't do it. It's too much of a challenge for me. So I, you know, or they were right. thinking to themselves, well, I wouldn't really want you to succeed at this because it makes my life look like a failure. Oh my god! Right?
1: I get that all the time. Well, of course. Of like course. as if I'm judging them. I'm like I, I'm too busy. <laughs> Listen, no offense. I am, I am too she busy. I am too busy doing have time my. Sh- to judge you. I have no time to think about your shit, much less judge it. I have no yeah. time. Nor, nor do I want to because I'm too wrapped up in the things i'm doing and but i think that's true for most people i think most people who have something going on in their lives are too wrapped up in whatever it is that they're doing to give two shits about what you think about what they're doing of course and and people who are happy and solid in themselves or happy and solid in the pursuit of themselves don't have the time energy or inclination to rip down someone else for doing what they want to do
0: you know who, let's say that you were really being honest about things. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people in general. The universal right? you. Right, the universal you. Yens. <laughs> God, don't. <laughs> That's what the universal I've you I've never is.
1: non-ironically said Jens.
0: Yeah, Me neither. You know, it's funny, not to get off track on that, but um, I grew up here. I'm yeah. a Pittsburgh guy. I grew up in Cannesburg, and I've been surrounded by Yinzers my entire life. Okay. And one of the reasons that I worked quite a bit as an actor is that I don't sound like I'm from right. Pittsburgh. Okay, right. I just don't. Right. But I can totally shift into that freaking gear, and I can do it on demand, right? So it's funny when I do, I an do occasion, it occasionally. It was true; I can do it, and you know, when I shift into that gear, it can be shocking. <laughs> okay, uh, but I can float with the answers from time to time. But in any case, people chasing their dreams are often held down by people that have been afraid to chase their dreams, yeah. and this is the problem with it. We do not live in a world of supportive. Massive. masses, But everybody admires a winner. Okay? So anybody who tries to win or succeed or get happier, you've got like this collective tether being held by all the people that didn't chase their stuff or attempt to do things. And they're like, well, you can't. You can't. And it's not going to work for you. Because it never did for me. And the answer is you got to cut that shit off. you got to cut them away and let them go. Because I don't have fucking time for it, man. I don't have time for it. I do not have time for your can't, ever. And that's the best thing that I can be as the 52-year-old version of me. Every year that I live, every day that I'm alive, I'm trying to be a better version of me. And it's never, ever involved the word can't. I tell this to every kid that's around me. The can't thing is the worst word in your vocabulary. You can, of course you can. You also can fail. And that's okay. But that's not can't. Right. Can't is you're not willing to try. Right. You can get across the field. You can climb the naked wall. You just got to do it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to run through it. (laughs) Maybe it's not climbable, but there's a way around it. Right. You've got to try. I spent six years in the Army a long time ago. It's not impressive. By any <laughs> stretch of the imagination. Thank I you did for a lot your service. Of, that's very nice of you to say. Mostly what I did was push-ups, okay, <laughs> and nonsense. But I was in military intelligence during the Gulf War in the early nineties. Okay, and it sounds impressive. It's not. I can draw on maps and I can use a compass. Okay, that's those are my uh,
1: being able to draw on maps and use a compass is a very usable skill.
0: But not really anymore because my phone doesn't make shit now. So you know, I I can't even. You know, it's like, what do I have this skill for? But in any case, in the
1: apocalypse, in the apocalypse, we're gonna need you.
0: (laughs) That's right. I can run a back azimuth and get me out of a desert situation where I don't know where I am. But that's my only skill. As a human. Also, I can make really good hot chocolate. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, the, the, the whole thing about life is about busting through the wall. Whatever it is. Figurative, actual, monumental, emotional, psychological. You've got to get through it. Yep. And young people don't know how to do this, and i don 't know if it's because their parents aren't actively teaching them that skill uh pushing them I, I I can tell you this and i don't mean this in a critical way it's a fact many 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 many, many, many young people have never been asked to do anything, yeah, and they certainly have never been forced to do anything right. I complained initially about my parents right when we sat down right. there, that my parents were angry, miserable people. But what they did for me at a very early age was not give a damn about my can't. Right. They couldn't have cared less about me going, I can't. They couldn't have cared less. <laughs> Your can't is not on the table here. Do it or die. Right. Okay? And, and that, there's something to be said for that. Great. Because, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. The, the point is who we are and what we are, down to the molecules of us, of us, are possibilities. It's all this miraculous possibility of being that you've got. And the question isn't what can't you do. The question is, what can you do? Right. And I you're have... driving that car.
1: So, so I, this morning, uh, I saw a Michael Caine quote. Okay,
0: Those are always good. You have to do it in his voice if you can. I can't do that, Michael Caine.
1: I can't. I'm not a mimic. Um, <laughs> but he was talking about basically living through the difficulties and finding finding the possibility in the difficulties. It's like, okay, yeah. I have this difficulty. All right, that's what it is, but how can I use this difficulty to my advantage? Sure. Which I Absolutely. love. Absolutely. It's fuel. Oh my god, yeah. And I think I think that there's just as much to Because mentorship is really important, but if you don't have mentorship, you can use the negativity that you do have as a form of mentorship. It's like, okay, I don't have anyone to aspire to, but I know what I don't want to be.
0: They're all the building blocks of you, and they're building you or they aren't building you. You use them all. Right. Use it all. I mean, every failure you have is the best, best possible fuel for your success. Yep. It teaches you what not to do. What not to
1: do is just as important as what
0: to do. In fact, more. I mean, like, everything that you do and you attempt and you fail teaches you, well, that didn't work. I'm going to try this. It, and now I, I don't have to do that again. Like, I, yesterday, uh, I, uh, the, the, the whole corporate structure of Brewsters had me come out and talk to a whole bunch of potential new owners, right? And they do that with me because I'm, I'm an enthusiastic guy and I've turned something that probably shouldn't have been successful into something that is successful. Whatever. Okay, fine. I'm doing that. But when I talk to these people, I can instantly see who they are instantaneously. The people that are actively engaged in asking me how, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the people that are actively engaged in, 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 in terms of asking me, what did it cost? Yep. there's the difference. Yeah, the difference is that somebody's curious about how did you get this done as opposed to somebody going, how much did it cost you to get this done? The, the point is not what it cost. The point is, what did you do to make it work? Right. I don't care what the effort was. There was some effort that you made and, and are continuing to make that allows you to, to succeed. Everybody has got these roadblocks, everybody, whether they're physical or emotional or psychological or intelligence, whatever it is. You have these emotional, physical, intelligence barriers to you, but they're imaginary. It's all imaginary. You are this mythical, uh, ethereal uh, amalgamation of stuff, and the only thing that matters is how you're using it. If you can't use your legs and your arms, then you damn sure better be charming and fun. Yeah. Okay? Because you can't grab onto people. Right. So you better make them want to grab onto you. Right. And that's the point of everything. If you're fully functional as a human being and you've got all these assets and, and things that are going for you, then for God's sake, man, act like the Superman you are. You've got these superpowers. Go use them. The whole life is ahead of you. You, There's literally no roadblocks ahead of you. You, you're You're born into the United States of America at the wealthiest moment in the history of the planet. You've got all this possibility to live 100 years on this planet or more. What are you doing? Are you sitting around reading the newspaper and bitching about Donald Trump? Because if you are, shut up, man. Go run for office. Go do something mm-hmm. because that that idiot is beatable. Yeah, just by you living <laughs> your best life.
1: That's why. I, that's why I'm a judge of elections because I'm very much one of those people who's like, did you vote? Do. Did I you for- vote? Did you vote? Did you vote? Yeah. What and are you so, doing? I'm like, and and because I'm like, uh, did you vote? Did you vote? Did you vote? I figured I should put my ass where my mouth is. And so four times a year, my ass is sitting in the fire hall
0: you're such helping admir- people vote. You're such an admirable person. It pisses me off. Shut up. <laughs> no, it does. It, it, like, you do all these things Like You're like, oh, I forgot I was this, you know, elections representative, <laughs> too. Oh, shit. She does that, too. That's right. So
1: um, do, you, do you know the crab in a bucket theory? Do you know, do you know, this, do you know what that is? I
0: guarantee you I do not oh, know what that but,
1: is. Okay, so you're kind of on the track with this. So there is a thing called crabs in a bucket where, like, if – you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket, and one of them tries to get out. The rest of the crabs will actively pull down the one trying to escape. Because it's it's safe in here. We don't know what's out there. so they mm. So people who, if someone is trying to achieve something great, relative greatness, folks around them will try to stop them from doing it, not because they're jealous, not because... For any other reason other than they think they are protecting them from themselves. Mm. Uh, My ex-husband had this grandmother. And anytime he talked about trying to do anything, and it didn't matter what it was. She said, well, you can't do that. You'll get hurt. Well, you can't do that. You'll fail. Well, you can't do that. And in her brain, I honest to God believe this, even though she's not my favorite human. In her mind, I think she honest to God thought she was protecting him. Yeah. But the amount of damage that that did to him of years of, you can't, Mm, you can't. mm. And if all you hear your entire life is, you can't, you Mm -hmm. can't, you can't, you can't. And you don't have it in you to fight that, you're going to be stuck in that bucket.
0: Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. It's
1: what it, I mean, like that relationship ended because of his insistence on staying in that bucket and Mm. my refusal to stay in a bucket. Mm. But think that happens to people. And so I think it's important for folks who who see people who are doing things. I, I think it's important for them to see the successes. But I also think it's important for those people to see that sometimes we screw up and sometimes we screw up hard, but we don't stop. We just keep going. Whatever that looks like. You know what I mean? Well, Whatever that looks like, I think it's important for them to see that you just keep going.
0: Every single person who has ever succeeded at anything. It was not their first time trying. Right. It's, not, it's, just, it's just bullshit. It's, it's like um, somebody gets caught doing something, like your kids, right? You catch them doing something. They go, oh, my God, it was the first time I ever did it. That's complete no. bullshit. You've done it 50 times. I just caught you this time. Right. Okay, and it's, just, it's, it's, the, it's the exact opposite with success. The, there's no chance that it was your first time, and if it was... Okay, fine, but most of the time, it's the fifth time, it's the seventh time, it's the 15th time. You just keep getting up, and then eventually you succeed, and then somebody goes, man, that sure was easy for them, all that success, and you're like, well, you don't know, but I don't... And like, That's right, you're right, it was easy. The words, I just into you the are success. so
1: lucky, make me want to scream. Yeah, but, it's, but, the, but those are
0: aggressive words. Amanda. Right.
1: You are so lucky is very aggressive. But though,
0: that is somebody basically telling you to take your success and go fuck yourself. Yeah. That is exactly what that is. That's exactly you're what that so is. You're so lucky. What the hell are you talking about? Right. What are you talking about? This was not easy. I didn't get lucky. This wasn't a scratch so off ticket.
1: So there's the you're so lucky and then there's the well
0: I'm not built that way. What does that mean? I know like we're all made up of the same shit. We
1: have the same twenty four hours in our I'd day. like that
0: person to sit down with my parents for 15 minutes. <laughs> And then, you know, tell me, seriously, just go back in time to 1978 and take a look at what I was dealing with in 1978, okay? Now, look, I'm advantaged in ways that are unbelievable to other people from this planet, okay? I'm not so obnoxious to think that my life was more difficult than anybody else's. I'm just saying that my math is my math, Mm -hmm. okay? And those people, they were tethers. Mm -hmm. They were anchors trying to keep my ship Locked down, okay? Not because they were angry, just because they don't know any better. Right. I had to break free of that shit, and it's been hard. hard. I My my wife has never met my mother. Ever. Really? Not one time. She's never met her. Now, this is not me being some horrible person. It's what's best for business. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean this. Like I've got this relationship with my wife and the reason that it's great is because I don't bring my bullshit into it. And my bullshit is my past. Yeah. And I leave it behind me. I, occasionally it shows up and it tethers itself to me again and I got to break free again. Okay? But the, the, the point is my job is to be the best version of me at all times. Right. I owe it to my wife. I owe it to the family. I owe it to her family. I owe it to my friends. I owe it to my business. I owe it to the fucking planet I live on. Yep. I've got to be the best version of me. So, you know, th- this is another thing people do all the time. People say all the time, um, I'm trying to help this person get happier. Right? Like, what do I got to do to make this person happier? All you have to do is be better. Yeah. That's all you have to do. It, I, every time somebody brings that stuff up where they're looking at this person and that person's struggling, they think, how can I help this person? All you have to do is be great. You be the best version of you and people will flock to you. They yeah. will come to you. They will. The, the crab thing. It's funny that you bring that up. Let's say that we took this from a different perspective. I think you got a crab in your stomach.
1: My, my, <laughs> my stomach um, keeps growling. Let, Sorry.
0: Sam, Samantha, think of, think of the crab bucket in a different way. Okay. Let's say that the crabs are not trying to pull the crab that's trying to escape down. What if they're trying to hang on to him so he can pull him out?
1: So I have a friend who has said to me these words. He said, honest to God, he said, my entire career plan
0: is to ride your coattails. And this is the point.
1: I was like, I don't have any coattails but okay but
0: take it back okay <laughs> what we're, we're, we're talking about today is pursuing like your dreams pursuing like your idea. dreams but you, that's what that one crab is doing he's got the tr- the dream of trying to get the hell out of this bucket and he's climbing out of the bucket now some people can see that the, the crabs underneath are pulling him down but maybe just maybe they're trying to grab onto him so he can pull them out too so they can follow their dreams. And, and this is the whole point of pursuing your dreams. If you focus on it and you don't worry about the people behind you, maybe, just maybe, you're blazing a trail for them. And isn't that really what this is all about? Like I, this, I love this, that. this business that I'm doing, right? It's, yes, it's selling ice cream, but it's so much more than that. I've got these kids that are in the same position I was in in the 80s with my parents, Okay, and maybe just maybe I can be the beacon of light, and hope, and want to for them that allows them to pursue their dreams.
1: Speaking of which, (laughs) according to your bio that you sent me, um, there's a second location coming.
0: Well, we'll see. Um, You know, it's funny. I Um, was like,
1: "This is news to me." It's
0: it's 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 funny. We're we're uh, unfortunate that the store is successful. Um, and I know this. I know I am. Uh, but at the same time, I think, I, I, I think that I would like to repeat this model in a different spot. Um, uh, ideally, I would like to do it in a place where the climate doesn't change uh, into winter for five months oh, so a year. Oh, you're thinking. Oh, I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking much bigger. But ideally, there are other locations in the Pittsburgh area that I think that if I got my hands on them, I can do some interesting things with them. Yeah. Um, that have been around for a long period of time, and they're just kind of they're just kind of there. And I think that I have a vision and an idea of what I'd like to do. But it's not really for me even trying to uh, just sell more ice cream or have another successful store. I, I, I like what it does for the community, Samantha. I'm telling it's, you. That's like,
1: the reason I stuck it out for 12 years. It's, if it, you're doing a good thing, it
0: helps. You know, it, it's funny. What you were doing was really heavy lifting with the making of the soap and all the stuff like that. And it takes months to do. And I'm, I've learned about making soap from you just by watching what you do. Uh, what I can tell you is what I've done with this has has really made me a part of a community that I never would have anticipated for, specifically, <laughs> specifically the Jewish community, which is hilarious, because I am, I am not religious in any possible way. Okay? There is none of that in me. Okay? I am a spiritual human being, but I am not a believer in any god, okay? by any stretch of the imagination. Okay? And, and believe me, I'm critical of you if you do. Right. I'm, I am I am that guy. If you tell me you believe one of those in God, guys, yeah, but listen, to me, if if you're if you're a believer in God, I want to see it, man. Show it to me. And I don't mean prove to me that God exists. Prove to me that you believe it because that's what I have a hard time believing that you actually do. Okay? That being said, what I have done in this last few years of owning the store is been involved with a lot of people that genuinely do. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just, it's shocking to me because I never really grew up in that world. So uh, we made the store kosher, which is great. And there are so many, because, you know, Squirrel Hill is a massively Jewish community. It's actually the biggest Jewish Jewish community east or west of New York City, yeah. which is crazy yeah. how heavy it is. Yeah. So fortunately, I was smart enough to do that at the implementation implementation of the store to make it kosher. But I've been surrounded by all of these Jewish people for two years now, and in many ways, I'm like an adopted Jew, uh, which is funny in and of itself. <laughs> uh, but I, I I constantly see this, and there's so many people that are seeped in belief, and I admire it now. I admire it. I don't agree with it, but I admire it. If you, but you are, don't
1: have to agree with something to admire it. That's
0: correct. It's absolutely 100% yeah. correct. I and do not have to agree with it to admire it, right. and I admire it. As a matter of fact, I'm in some, some ways envious. Yeah. To have that belief. To believe
1: so strongly.
0: That... In- yeah, that there's yeah. this you know, this this there's this thing that goes on outside of what we know is reality and really there's more purpose to life than just this thing. It must be this great relief to get up every morning with that. Yeah. To know that, you know, you, your time is not limited, that there's more to it than this, that there's no actual finish line, that you don't you know what I mean? I don't see it that way. My belief is there's black and there's white and I will I, I really like being in the light. Okay, I really do because the darkness, man, the darkness is not for me. Sincerely, I like the light, I like the smells, I like the tastes, I like the touch. I love being alive, man. Okay, and wasting it is the stupidest thing that you can do. I say this to all of my kids at all, I say it to everybody that I meet, and I'm going to say it to you. Imagine, imagine that you're on your deathbed, that this is it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're, you, Lived your life, right? Like you've got your people around you. You're fortunate enough to have your people around you. And they're saying goodbye. What would you give in that moment to be back in this moment? Right now. Where we sit right freaking now. Now imagine you are in it. That just happened. You just got it back. What are you going to do with that time? What are you going to do with it now? Because I guarantee you, on your deathbed, you're going to look back at these moments and go, oh my God, there's so much more I would have loved to have done with my life. That's why I'm closing my business. But this is it, right? That's, that's when, that's you're not I'm... closing your business because you're some person that failed. You want to do other things. Yeah, There's other things that you want to do with your time. That's one chapter of your life. Here comes that's the That next I'm super chapter. proud of. You should be.
1: Yeah, I'm super proud of it. D-
0: Listen, all three six months locations of anything is insanity. Yeah. Okay, it's absolute insanity. Let alone producing the product yeah. that you have got to push out to three locations and then employing people and dealing with three different entities. It's so much, so much. As you were doing this, I'm like, eh, Samantha's better than me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like no. Because for me, it was I, I wanted to see what would happen if I did, so I did, and I was like, nope.
0: <laughs> Look, I, I you... but I but I did.
1: You know what I mean? Like I didn't. So, so now I can go on with the rest of my life, and I don't have to worry or wonder what if I had tried because I did. Another, it's and just so,
0: another, chapter, just in another your, chapter. in your in, in in your life, in your building blocks in the pyramid of Samantha. <laughs> um, we got to get you some to eat. Girl. I know.
1: Uh, uh, but, but so but, but so now I'm taking all of that energy and all of that time and all of the resources that I, and all of the things that I've learned in the last twelve years, mm-hmm. and I'm going to apply it. My acting career,
0: well, and you should, um, I'm so because excited. that is clear to anybody who knows you that that is your dream. Yeah, um, and your pursuit of it is admired by all. Specifically, me. Okay. I wouldn't be here otherwise. Okay. Uh, I have one request to our listening audience or viewing audience out there today.
1: It's, it's both. It's a little bit of both.
0: Let's do both. Uh, you said five hundred thousand, probably half a million bars of soap, right? Probably. Artists listening. People that, you know, create art. I have a project for you. Here's what I want you to do. It can't be me because I'm nowhere near this talented. But you could create a mosaic of a half a million bars of colorful soap and create a big face of Samantha. <laughs> and, and I would love to see that done. As a matter of fact, if you guys want to reach out to me, I will, I will support this financially. So um, if there's an artist out there, okay... Uh, uh, that wants to do this, get in contact with me. I own the Brewster's in Squirrel Hill. Call the store, um, and, and I will call you back, and we'll discuss a fee about you pursuing that piece of art for Sammy because I'm telling you, as soon as you said it, I, I saw it in my head.
1: I like, could see they... it.
0: I could see the <laughs> mosaic, and I'm like, oh, what are those? Are those little bars of soap, oh my and, God. and that, it's like a half a million of them. It would be a perfect thing. I'm not a creative guy, but that was the peak of my creativity right there. So. <laughs>
1: That's beautiful. There you go.
0: Uh, For the record, I will not be doing that because no. it would it would look like mud. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, I can paint, but I'm not I'm, I'm not that good.
0: You're more talented than me. I guarantee you that.
1: I've, I've been I've been enjoying the the painting. The painting's been good. Anyway, oh my gosh, it's been an hour. Thank you. That was an hour. Yeah. Holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah. So thank you. Oh my gosh. This is this is so much better than I was hoping it was going to go. So uh, so thank you. Uh-oh. It's my pleasure. Shut up. Oh my god. There's
0: three of us here today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's you, samantha me, my me and
0: samantha's growling tummy
1: <laughs> i had breakfast and everything you didn't have makes... enough
0: let's get you something to eat girl oh my
1: gosh so embarrassing um, anyway so
0: thank you so much for
1: being here You're and being welcome. a part of this and a well, well, part of this weird new thing that i'm doing um,
0: it doesn't feel weird or new it feels very comfortable i you know that's I... reflective of you by the way
1: thank you i i'm really i'm digging this Oh it's cool. This whole thing I'm so really cool. digging it. So anyway, so thank you guys so much. Keep keep going out there, getting after it and I will see you next time.